Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. I just walked in the door from Los Angeles, Los Angeles, the city of angels on the left coast, as my son says, literally half an hour ago. And uh, so got a little dicey. My plane was a little late leaving LAX, but here I am on time. Yay. And uh, had a great time out there. I got to spend several days, got to be with his majesty, also known as my son, Jonathan, who's 25. And so that's a real treat because he's such a delight. Even though I birthed him, he's still a delight. And so I'm biased. I agree. But that was fun. And um, now I'm back in Sweet Home, Alabama, and we got a boatload of callers tonight, which is very exciting. So I will um, I will get to them and we'll get going here. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And I believe our first caller is Katie. So, Miss Katie, are you there? I'm here. Hi there. How are you? Hi. Good. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I am in Lansing, Michigan. Lansing. Good. Well, Michigan State Land. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge Buckeye fan. If you listen to the show, I'm a I'm a graduate of the Ohio State University and Oh, okay. We, Ohio State's not real big on Michigan State, but they're really not very big on Michigan. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you guys are kind of the lesser of two evils to the yeah. Buckeyes. <laughs> but anyways, I don't know if you follow college football or not, but we're a big college football house here at our house. Okay, yeah. Ohio, um, Ohio State and Alabama. Pardon me? Yeah. I said my husband is. He's a Michigan yeah. fan, though. Oh, so. good, good. Well, yeah. do you have a question for me? Yeah. Um, so I spoke with you. I had a private consultation back in July and right. I had asked you a lot about like some of the stuff that my husband and I were going through. Um, and since then, I mean, I felt really relieved after talking with you, you had done the medical scan and um, I think you said you like cleared the brown fog that you saw and um, anyway, after talking to you, it really helped. But um, I've been taking your advice the best that I can with trying to look at everything, um, you know, try to see the positive things about him. I've been seeing a counselor who has basically given me, you know, the same type of advice that you gave me, um, but working with her more often. And I, I've actually been seeing her for a while, but I um, went back on a regular basis now. Um, but there are still some things that he's doing that it's just 
not okay, like in a marriage. And I know, um, I know that he's still like lying about like where he is and who he's with. Um, I think he's still, you know, a lot of the issues came from like betting and drinking during work. And I think he's still doing that and lying about it. Um, I mean, just the way he talks to me, I don't think is very acceptable in a marriage. So now, I mean, I've been, I feel like I've just been, go ahead. I was just going to say, so do you have a question about that? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I am finally, sorry, giving you a lot of background. No, 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 Um, no. That's good. (laughs) But, um, so I guess I'm finally just coming down to like, he won't seek professional help with me. And Uh I feel like that's what we need. And that's Uh what I've been pushing. Um, So now I'm just like, kind of stuck. Like, what do I do? Like, is it in my best interest to just like, I mean, we've got four kids. Um, I don't know if it's like better to stay together and just kind of let it be. Or, I mean, like I said, I feel like it's there if we could get the professional help, but he just, he won't for some reason. So I don't know if there's anything that you're able to. So what's your question? I guess, is it in my best interest to stay with him? Okay. So everybody who's listening for the first time, what Katie's referring to is, I always say to people, if you want information on a future event, and Katie, you and I have talked about this, you ask the question in your head, is it in my best interest to, and then you finish the sentence with whatever. Is it in my best interest to eat that piece of chocolate cake or that piece of carrot cake? Can you tell dessert's my favorite food group? (laughs) Or is it in my best interest to turn right or turn left? I mean, you can ask it about really serious things. You can ask it about really simple things. And divine information, divine guidance, guidance from God, the universe, spirits, and everybody else is the first thing that pops into your head as fast as you can snap your finger. And if you think about the answer for more than a second or two, that's going to be your brain talking to you. So let's ask some questions, Katie, keeping in mind that spirits are very, very literal. So let's be as specific as we can get. And we start at it at this moment in time. Because when we ask, should I? Well, whose opinion is should I, first of all? And secondly, there's so many variables that go into determining what an outcome is that our human brains don't have the capacity to figure all of them out because it can be hundreds or thousands of different scenarios that can unfold. So what I found over the years is if we say, is it in my best interest at this moment in time, is it in my best interest to on something that's really serious, like what you're talking about, um, that's going to give you the best information. So let's ask some questions and compare notes. Are you game? Okay. Okay. So you ask the question. At this moment in time, Um, you want me to finish? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Do I need to be more specific than that? Yeah, I think is at this moment in time, is it in my best interest to, and you finish the sentence. Um, Okay, is it in my best interest to keep uh, pushing the marriage counseling? What's the first thing that comes in your head? 
Oh, shoot. I don't know. He doesn't want to go. So I got to know. I got to know. So okay. let's, so let's refine it. Let's get more specific. Is it in at this moment in time? Is it in Katie's best interest to stay in her marriage? What's the first thing that comes in your head? I don't know. <laughs> I get a yes. I got a yes before the question was out all the way. At this, mo- at this moment in time, is it in Katie's best interest to give her marriage time, extra, some more time to, to make things work? What's the first thing in your head? Yes. I got a yes, too. So another question. Um, am I allowed to ask about the lying and the bedding and stuff? Well, I've got a whole bunch of callers, so I'm going to try to get to as many as I can. So but I think, I, the think the bottom, I think the bottom line, and this is, this is kind of the, how I'm seeing this from a, just like an unbiased person's opinion here, is when we get so set on what we need somebody else to do in order mm-hmm. for something to happen, we shut down the energy. So who's to say that your husband, since we're getting all these yeses, that it makes sense for you to stay in the marriage, perhaps he's going to come up with some way you haven't thought of. And by you saying the only way this is going to work is if he goes to counseling, maybe you're shutting down what can happen if he does something else different and the something else different may be so much better for you guys and your marriage. Mm So I think if you can if you can back off some on that haven't you have to do it this way and say mm-hmm. and stay focused on you want your marriage to work long term mm-hmm. and then let it unfold then that's when the magic can happen. I think we shut down uh information and energy and outcomes that we want that are positive outcomes when we get so focused on how it has to happen. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So so yeah. give that a whirl. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Yeah. You thank bet. you. Take All care. Right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. I believe our next caller is Miss Beth. Hi, Miss Beth. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hello, hello. How are you, girl? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm great. Thanks. Glad to hear you made it safe for the sound home. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. Packed lights all the way through, but had had good seats, and it was it was wonderful all the way. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from San Jose, California. All righty. What's happening out there? Uh, the usual. Are uh, the fires out in Napa? The fires yet? are out. Thank heavens, right? Good. Good, uh, good, good. Yeah. There so was a I woman have... There was a woman at our church a couple of weeks ago. We usually go on Sunday nights, especially during football season, because there's mm-hmm. college games on on Saturday nights. So we, my mm-hmm. husband and I like to go to church at night better than first thing in the morning. And um, there was a woman there who was an orphan. She was staying with her sister, and she had lost everything in Napa, and she was here oh. in Alabama. So, wow. I, yeah, that was really hit home for us yeah. when we met and got a chance to talk with her before church. So, anyways. Yeah, I, but, I have, I have uh, friends or ex-in-laws, actually, that um, they're so grateful because all the homes around them 
were went to the fires, you know, were destroyed. And they're like one of three houses on their block that survived. Wow. Wow. Kind of wow. Amazing. It's amazing how it just, yeah. like the house is just amazing. I lived in LA a long time and I, and I remember those days when neighborhoods close by were being evacuated. I never had to evacuate. My family didn't, but it's, it's just awful, frightening. I had to be evacuated for floods back 10 years ago. I lived in Toronto and I had to be evacuated for the floods and it's, it's just a horrible feeling, you know, to just have to leave everything and, and just go away, you know? Right. Well, do you have a question for me? I do. Actually, I have two, so we'll see if we could squeeze them in. The first okay. one is, um, just to give you background on me, I am, uh, was diagnosed with leukemia back in 2013. Okay. And I am the recipient of a bone marrow transplant. Great. I had, um, this year, this December will be four years. That Great. My four years birthday. And I just wanted to get a... Um, the um, medical scan from you okay. and okay. also some idea on my career. Um, while I was going through a transplant, I was going through a divorce mm-hmm. and because I needed mandatory caregivers, I had gone through all my life savings and then had to pay him. <laughs> so my gotcha. career started picking up again. I'm a textile designer for 35 okay. plus years and um just at a really slow period, like the time that I was sick, the industry changed substantially. So I'm trying to make some career changes and additions and just want to get some insight as to where to go. Okay. Let's do the leukemia first and then okay. um, let's see what comes up on that. And then let me, let's do the textile designer one on a different show if that's okay, just because I got so many people I want to try and get on. So, all right, here we go. For those of you who are first-time listeners, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. Our, we are all spirits having a human experience in a human body. And when our spirits are in a human body, we vibrate at a slower rate simply because the body has mass. So I raised my vibrational level up to the level of spirit. I learned how to do all this stuff. I wasn't born knowing how to do any of this, and I wasn't born having dead people stalk me since childhood. I learned how to do all this stuff. And so I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to watch a laser beam in my mind's eye go from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into Beth and San Jose. Beth, I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head, and it's going to be as if I'm looking at at a CT scan or an MRI or an X-ray. And let's just see what comes up. And so here we go. Here goes the laser beam. I turn this ability on and off at will, everybody. I don't walk around scanning people because that wouldn't be very ethical in my mind. And it's none of my darn business, and I don't really want to know. So laser beam's got you shooting energy from your feet up to the top of your head. Okay. Um, I can see some little red cells which is what I see when, I, when I'm seeing somebody with leukemia, and it's in your upper, like below your shoulders, but above your breasts, across the top part, I would say your sternum. So what I'm doing is I'm watching them get neutralized, Beth, mm-hmm. and what's happening is there's this kind of white, foggish, 
looking energy. Energy looks to me like fog, and it comes in different colors. And this is a neutralizer for leukemia in particular that I've seen many times. And it's this kind of milky colored fog. It's dry, and it's over those cells. And what it's going to do is it's going to neutralize those cells. So um, also you have a pretty large energy field membrane tear. What, what that means is we, our spirits, our energy field, our souls, it's all the same thing. Our aura, it's all the same thing. It's energy. Looks like fog to me, but just plain energy looks like clear fog. And um, if you have ever gone to the pet store bath and bought a goldfish, you know, when you, to take it home, they put the goldfish in a plastic bag of water, right? Mm-hmm. You can imagine the goldfish is the body, the water is our energy field, our spirit, and the plastic bag is the energy field membrane. That's the container that holds our, our energy, holds our spirit in. Because mm-hmm. fog, you know, if you don't have fog in a container, it's not gonna, you're not going to be able to hold it, right? right. So, so what happens is when we have emotional traumas, and it can be something really insignificant, like somebody called you a bad name when you were two or three and it hurts your feelings to something really dramatic, like you were in an accident or attacked, God forbid, or whatever, or your house burned down. We we're just talking about that. It causes energy blocks in the body and those energy blocks build over time and they cause a breach in that membrane. The membrane reminds me of saran wrap, really thin saran wrap that's kind of stretchy. And you have a big one that's vertical. It goes from about oh, maybe an inch below your throat to above your navel. And if you, if you can call back either for a private consult or call back perhaps another time, and I can, I'll dive into it. We'll find out what the trauma was that happened that will heal, that will allow your body to um, return to homeostasis. When I see a tear or hole in somebody's energy field membrane bath, it always precedes any kind of disease or illness. So when I'm working on somebody on a medical scan, I'll scan them first. So that's the diagnosis. The second thing will be some kind of healing. That was that white milky fog that was put over those cells I was seeing in your sternum. And then the third and perhaps the most important part is healing this energy field membrane if there's a tear. So that's going to take more time for us than I have this evening on the show. So if you go to AskJulieRyan.com, you'll see a button that says schedule a, a consult or schedule an appointment and um, pick a date and a time and let's let's do a private consult so we can get okay. to the bottom of that and just keep you healthy I don't think it's anything to be alarmed about mm-hmm. I, but I think let's head this off at the pass so yeah it, it I mean I've been through a lot issue. of emotional stress just because of work and getting I'm rid sure. of my medical insurance because of that so yeah I mean doesn't okay. surprise me <laughs> So we'll figure out what it is. The the thing about it, though, Beth, is that Mm -hmm. once we illuminate it, that membrane heals. And it's not something that you got to be in psychotherapy for 30 years rehashing the same trauma. It doesn't work that way. I find, you know, we can heal it really quickly. So Mm -hmm. um, schedule a private consult and let's get this fixed for you. I will. I will. Thank you. All righty. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see. We've got, who's next? It looks like Mary is next. Hi, Mary. Mary, Hi. are you there? Hi, yeah. how are 
I had you on speakerphone, so. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Good. How are you this evening? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Dayton, Ohio. All righty. Well, terrific. Got a question for me? Yes. Uh, my sister's in the hospital right now, and she's got some kind of a diagnosis of C. diff. I think that's an infection. Oh, it is. Bacterial. And, yeah. Okay. And uh, just was uh, she was a little bit too tired to call in herself, so I thought I'd give a call and okay. see if you could give her a scan. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me your sister's name, Mary. Her name is Peggy. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you with my laser beam, what I was just talking about with Beth, our previous caller, and then I'm going to connect from you to your sister, Peggy. All right. So here we go. Laser beams heading from Sweet Home, Alabama, north to you in Dayton. Okay. Got you. All right. And then got your sister. All right. Oh, yeah. She is just really inflamed. When I see a bacterial infection, Mary, I see mm-hmm. hot pink energy, like almost a fuchsia color, Pepto-Bismol pink, even pinker than that, uh-huh. but um, less purple. And so what I'm watching is antibiotic energy get on her. Her whole body is lit up with this infection, so she's got it good. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah, so, so what I'm watching is I'm watching antibiotic energy get applied on her whole system um she'll recover from this they'll take they'll they'll get her back on her feet she'll yeah be, yeah she'll yeah. be all right i'm glad she's in the hospital though so they can treat it in really severe cases of c diff and it's becoming way more common you you're, we're hearing way more about it it's because these bugs have gotten resistant to regular antibiotics mm-hmm. that's what i and, was thinking um, yeah, and, and in really severe cases, they'll do a, this sounds really disgusting, but it works great. They'll do a fecal transplant, and they'll take the gut biome out of somebody who's healthy, and they purify it and everything. They put it in a little capsule, and the person with C. diff will, can swallow it, and it populates new healthy bacteria in their intestines and their gut, and they're having amazing results with it. Wow. So keep that in the back of your head. You may want to Google that. I, you know, I had read it and I didn't know what it was yeah. until you just described yeah. it. Yeah, uh, that's what, okay. I mean, it sounds like, oh, are you kidding me? But it's, um, seriously, but it's really been super successful in um, the studies that they've done and, and great results with that. So you may want to tell Peggy about that in case. Okay that's needed and she may she may have to demand it god forbid if she's not getting better but i i think she'll do okay on the normal course of treatment yeah i think they did a colonoscopy on her today so i think they're um you know that's what wiped her out so i think she was yeah she she's pretty confident everything's going to be fine great terrific okay well thanks for calling hope she feels better thank you you bet bye-bye Okay, I believe our next caller is Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hi, how are you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. San Jose, California. San Jose. We got the left coast girls on tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. Got a question for me? Well, I actually had 
typed it into you, but just um, I'm just wondering why my hair is thinning, why it's falling. Okay, so it's falling out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it where where on the top of your head or? Kind of everywhere, back of my head, um, top of the head, just thinning overall in the last couple of years. Okay. And, All right. Yeah. How old are you? I just turned 60. Okay. All right. Here comes my laser beam, girl. California, here we come. Right back where I started from this morning, <laughs> 8 o'clock. <laughs> when I got on my plane. All right, here we go. All right, got you. Okay, you uh, from what I'm seeing, you're not on any hormones, right? Actually, I just I started them a few months ago. I'm taking a cream. It's a bioidentical hormone. Great. What are you taking? Uh, it's an estrogen progesterone blend. Okay. All right. You need more. That's all it is. You're not getting enough. Um, uh, you don't look like. You're, you don't look like you're on any in your energy field. And, that, and that's what's causing the hair loss. So um, what happens is when I see somebody that looks like um, a raisin, and you do, you affectionately, you look like a raisin. And, and what I did was I shot energetic estrogen into you, and you, your, your, raisin is, your raisin-ness, is that a word? <laughs> your raisin-ness. <laughs> Raisininess um, plumped up, and so. So now I'm a grape. So now you're now you're a, a grape. I'm exactly. a grape. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're a grape on the vine, ready to be plucked. Okay. I am, girl. <laughs> so I just saw my GYN, who's in Santa Monica, and I see her once a year. And I send people to her all the time, and I say. And they walk in, they say, Julie scanned me and said I look like a raisin. <laughs> we, we laugh because she knows exactly what's going on. Well, you know, I was doing, you know, I was yeah. doing regular like Ayurvedic homeopathic replacement stuff because I had chemical um, menopause 14 years ago and I did okay with everything until just this past year. Mm-hmm. I started gaining weight. My hair has been yeah. falling though from a few years back. Yeah, so, it's just lack of estrogen. It's you, hmm. you, you, ha, you don't have enough estrogen, so your testosterone level is probably really high. And I don't know, but now, but now I'm gaining weight. Since I've been on these creams, I'm getting like my breasts are getting fuller, and it's kind of like weird, you know. You don't have, you don't have, curvier. You, don't have the, you don't have the right mix. Hmm. You, okay. you don't have the right concoction, for lack of a hmm. better word. It's a symphony how they all work together. So a couple of places mm-hmm. you can go to find a doctor who's really schooled in this. I recommend for women, find a board certified GYN who's schooled in this if you can, because, you know, we're talking about female parts here. And um, I, I want somebody who's a board certified GYN for myself. And I've been on bioidentical since I was 45. So that's a long time. Mm-hmm. So two places, a4m.com. The letter A, let, number four, M, as in Mary.com, is mm-hmm. the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. Put in your zip code in the Find Practitioner box, and a list of doctors in your area will come up. That's no, number one. The second place is functionalmedicine.org, O-R-G. Same thing. You'll see the 
the tab that says find a practitioner. You put in your zip code, a list of docs will come up. Pick two or three of them in your area, Nancy, and email them to me at julie at askjulieryan.com. I'll scan them and I'll put them in order as far as which, which ones I'm getting. A, now, what about, uh, you know, what about the person I'm seeing now that I have a follow-up in, you know, next month? What do I do? I mean, person I'm already... you're seeing now doesn't have you on the right mix. Mm-hmm. So I don't okay. know I don't know what their training is, but are they mm-hmm. what are they are they uh, Well, it's actually called Body Logic MD, and that's what their yeah. specialty is. Yeah, they don't have it right. It's not right. Mm. Okay. The mix isn't right. So mm-hmm. um, you may want to follow up with them and mm-hmm. say, Hey, I'm feeling like this. You know, this mix isn't right here of the hormones. Well, I just life. I just I just sent in my retest kit. So they're going to be getting that results because I've already invested in it and it's already like in the in the mix right now. Mm-hmm. So I'll be curious yeah. to see yeah. when it comes back what did, uh, did they, what happens. Did they just do a saliva test or how are they testing? Oh, they did that and then um, I do all day of uh, sorry everybody but um, urine testing and okay. I just every four hours I'm collecting it and limiting my water through the day so it's quite. It takes it takes okay. like a couple of days to recover, and uh, so then I you know freeze it and then fed exit to them and then they test it okay. all through the day, so it's all like right. a twelve hour collection. What I do is I get eight vials of blood taken, and we're, the the big thing you want to watch for is F as in Frank, S as in Sam, H as in Harry, F S H. Right, 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 right. Which mine is like negative, yeah. Mm-hmm. It. It yeah. needs to be low, not negative, but it needs to be low because that means that your estrogen level is okay. So the fact that it's mm-hmm. negative is a huge red flag. Mm-hmm. No, I know. So, That's when we started it. So in the beginning, they did all the blood tests. They didn't just do the urinalysis as a follow-up just to see. Okay. I've been on them, I think, two months. Yeah, that's the right. way they retest. I get, okay, well, I cool. Get, I get a ton of blood tests every six months. Okay. So, well, I'm down with that. I'd rather take a blood test than pee and all day and not go down it. <laughs> no, it's horrible. <laughs> I tease my doctor and I say, God, I feel like I need an auto. I feel like I need a transfusion after I get my blood taken for you. And <laughs> we always laugh about that. But yeah, cool. I would do that. Well, thank you. See, see how it feels with them. See if it makes sense. See if your symptoms improve. If not, I would find a different doctor. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay. Thanks for calling. Bye. Take sure, care. Bye. bye. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout.
and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All righty. I believe our next caller is Susie. Hi, Susie. Are you there? There you are. I was trying to, yeah, I knew because I'm, I'm actually at the gym. I'm leaving, but I'm, I have kind of a boring question, but I'm finally deciding to go to see the knee doctor because my um, rheumatologist had given me x-rays for about a year and a half or two years that I've been having knee pain in my left uh, kneecap on and off. And I thought I'd ask you before I go in case you had anything specific I could ask him about um, when I go on Monday. Okay. Tell everybody where you're calling from. San Francisco Bay Area. Close to there you go. Bay, another, another left coast girl. All right. So here we go. Laser beam coming out to you. Got you. Okay. Your right knee is really inflamed. You say your right or your left? My left. The right knee, I don't have any pain that I'm aware of at all. But the left got, went on and off for a long while. Have you had cortisone shots in that knee? No, not at all. It's my it's my first time ever going to the doctor about my knee. I've been putting it off because I didn't want to give it attention, you know. But now, after so okay. long, I figured I'd better go check it out. Okay, because I'm not seeing inflammation in the left. I'm seeing inflammation in the right. Um, so let me get that down. Let me see. So I'm going to go over to the left knee. Again, sometimes the energy just goes to a different place, and that's that it. The energy, I follow it wherever it goes because that's the most critical thing. Maybe you're babying your right knee because your left knee hurts, but your right knee is more of an issue tonight based on what I'm seeing on my radar. So I'm getting that calmed down. Let me go over the the left knee. It looks like you've had cortisone or something in it because it's kind of white and doesn't look like it has a lot of blood flow. You know, like, have you ever had a freckle or a mole removed and they put, anesthetic in your skin before they burn it or cut it out or whatever and your uh-huh. skin looks kind of white um like the, like it's cut off the blood flow around there momentarily it's you know it's it's uh, numbing it um that's what your knee looks like to me Suze. let me the left one or the right one yeah the left one the right one just the looks inflamed oh. the left one's the one that's hurting you you're telling me yeah, the left one's hurting, and it hurts on and off, and um, last week it was just hurting a lot trying to do my leg machines at the gym, so I figured I'd make an appointment while my deductible snipped, you know, so yeah. um, I'll see him Monday, and I decide, see if you had any tips, you know, what to ask him about, but... I- Okay. I'm just not. I'm just not getting a lot of information on that tonight. I I don't know why it looks to me like it's full of cortisone. So ah, I don't know what you great. On that. No, I've never it, had anything there. But okay. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for checking it out and welcome back. Okay, good to luck. All righty. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All Let's see. Our next caller is Musa. Hi, Musa. Hi, Julie. How are you, sir? Fine, thank you. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Uh, Calling from Windsor Locks, Connecticut. All righty, what's happening up there? I bet it's pretty. Yeah, it's not too bad. A lot of rain lately, but it's not too bad. Do you have fall color, though? Well, it's starting to fade away. Okay, well, but hopefully it was pretty when you had it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Did you have a question for me? Yes, I have two questions. I'm going to make them 
short and crispy. The first okay. one is uh, the first one is I notice every time I'm in the basement, I have some allergic reaction like sneezing. Okay. And I wanted to see if you can scan the basement and see if there's any issues that I should address. Sure. You want me to do that first? Please. Okay, here we go. Laser beam connecting to you. Got you. Okay, got your house. Oh. I'm not seeing mold. Musa, how old is your house? Uh, about uh, 12 years old. All right. Was the basement, do you have drywall on the walls in the basement or is it cement? Uh, drywall. Okay. I'm seeing drywall dust. And so is, have there been any kind of repairs or anything that would be drywall dust? You're, it's drywall dust that's making you sneeze is what I'm getting. looks like is a that fine coming, Is that coming from this? That's actually what I was suspecting. That's what it kind of smell a little bit like. Yeah. Now, is that coming from the ceiling or the I walls? Just, I just got a yes on the ceiling. That's exactly what I was actually suspecting. Uh, all right. Why, why is it coming from the ceiling? What's going on with the ceiling? Well, I think initially it was an unfinished basement, and whoever had it before finished it. But the, the material they used to, to cover the ceiling looks like it's kind of like dusty material. Mm-hmm. The other thing I'm getting, I'm seeing a, a picture, Musa, of when people are walking on the main level above that ceiling, it's, it's dropping those microscopic particles. You may not even see it on your, you know, it may just look like regular dust on your furniture down there, but it has to do with it moving. What's, the, what are the, is it on two by, is it on those support beams that are wooden? Is it a metal support? What's the... What's the structure there that's, that's uh, above the I was the just thinking wood. wood. Uh, I, I, All right. Yeah, I think it's Does it wood. squeak? Do the floors squeak? Yes. When you're okay. upstairs, I mean, actually the middle level, yeah. kids be jumping around. Yes, you hear the little squeak. I mean, not that, squeak per se, but the kids jumping around, you can hear the dung, dung, dung. Okay. What I'm seeing is that when people are walking on that main level, it's it's releasing those particles. So it's it's a drywall thing. You may you may be able I'm getting you may be able to seal it with some paint. Just repaint that ceiling. Okay. And it and it may help with that. I don't think it's anything critical, but I think that's what's going on. Oh, okay. Very okay. good. All right. Second question, uh, I I've I've noticed that blue is my favorite color. Okay. Okay. Forever. I mean, since I was a kid. And uh, someone mentioned before a couple of weeks ago that uh, it could be related to something else. So I wanted to get your take on that. That that your favorite color being blue could be related to something else? Correct. Like what? Like something in the, like a favorite color around us in our spiritual life. Uh, uh, 
Okay, I'm not getting anything on that. My favorite color is yellow, and I think it's just because I like yellow because it makes me feel good. <laughs> um, blue, does blue's very calming. Um, uh, I'm not getting anything profound <laughs> on that. Okay. Let me see. Is there, I'm going to ask the spirits and beyond. For those of you who haven't heard me say this before, my son, Jonathan, who's now 25, when he was little, he'd say, Mommy, ask the spirits and beyond. <laughs> oh, let's ask the spirits and beyond about why Musa, why does Musa like blue? I get, I get it's calming. Calms, it, hmm. it, it, it calms you. I don't think it's anything more um, dramatic than that that I'm getting. Now, you can Google it, and there's uh, probably all kinds of stuff out there about, you know, what blue does to the brain and what what blue signifies and a bunch of different cultures and things like that. So have at it and have a ball. There you go. Thank you very much. Okay, you bet. Thanks for calling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye, Musa. Bye-bye now. All righty. Our next caller is Patrice. Hi, Patrice. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on your show. You bet. Thanks for calling in. Well, I have a question. Okay, please I've tell me where you're calling from first. I'm call. I'm right outside of West Palm Beach, Florida. Okay. So you're our I'm, you're our right coast girl tonight. Yes, I am. You and Musa. Musa's not a girl, so Musa can be the homecoming king here on the <laughs> East Coast. <laughs> That's okay. Awesome. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I'm from the Northeast, but I was relocated down to Florida. It's going to be a decade. Um, okay. I've been working really hard, not trying to, you know, ever get sensitive about, you know, the relocating and it feeling different and whatnot. Always trying really hard to make things work out and not look back from where I came, but it has never felt like it fits or feels right for me to be here. Mm-hmm. So I decided a few months ago that I'm leaving. I have no idea okay. where I'm going, but I'm putting everything in order so I'm ready for the move. But I was wondering, instead of saying like you did to Sarah, like, is it in my best interest to, and we say yes or no to the mm-hmm. statement, is there any milestones or projections you can make for me as to where I'm possibly headed? Yeah, let's ask it, Patrice, in a way that will give us some more information. So is there a location in, I assume you want to stay in the U.S., am I right in that assumption? Yes, yes. Okay, is there a location in the United States of America that it would be in Patrice's best interest to live in? I get a yes. Okay, where is that location Portsmouth, 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 I think of Massachusetts or Maine, right? Where else is there a Portsmouth? That that would be a big change, girl. You'd be up in serious snow country. Holy yeah. moly. All right. Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting Portsmouth, Maine. I'm getting Andover, Maryland, which I think is outside of D.C., I believe. I'm not sure, but I know. I've heard of it. Okay, this is random. Boise, Idaho. These are all snow places. Patrice, what's up with that? Do you want to live in I don't snow like country? The, well, I really don't like the heat, and I'm done with the tropical tropics. Well, there you go. You're getting all snow places. Um, the other place I got was Seattle. Okay. 
So those are the places. So at this moment in time, which of those cities, I'm getting Boise before the question's even out. So you might want to check out Boise. I understand it's gorgeous and the cost of living is very low. Okay. Well, so, thank you for your insight. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll research it, you know. Yeah. See what comes up. I'm thinking that's going to be a big change for you from Florida, but if you say you're ready for some cooler weather, I think most of those places will give you that. Right, and they're all um, they're more thriving with better economies, yes. I believe, as well. Okay. So all thank right. you for that. You are most welcome. Thanks for joining us this evening. Take care, Julie. You too. Bye now. All right. We do this show every Thursday night, and it's at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. But there are several places you can go to find them if you want to call in and join us. And the first place is on my website, askjulieryan.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see all this information in the times and the different time zones. Second place is I send out a blog every Thursday morning, and on the email of the blog, it has this call-in information as well. And that blog is just a question that somebody has submitted online, and I answer it. And it will take you maybe a minute to read it. So that's the second place. The third place is wherever you download podcasts, in the show notes, I have this information posted. So if you downloaded this show onto your phone or onto your laptop or your desktop, and you go to the show, show notes, and scroll down to the bottom of the show notes, you'll see this information as well. So when you're on my site, sign up for my blog, and that's how I let people know that uh, we're going to do the show. If I have to change it because I'm traveling or something, I'll I'll put a note on there in big, bold letters. They'll say, no show tonight, <laughs> you know, or show on Friday or whatever. Every once in a while, we'll do a show that's on a different day. Um, but that's very rarely. I think we've done it twice in... 74 episodes so there's that and then also when you're on my website sign up for a private session and we'll have a whole hour to discuss anything you want to talk about I tell people that I am a businesswoman who does woo-woo and I am also a buffet of psychicness so I can scan you we can talk to your deceased loved ones we can talk to your spirit guides we can do past life stuff I can scan your house like what I just did with Musa um, scan your pets uh, lots of things we can do and it's really informative and most of all it's really fun so and it's great for me because I get you for a whole hour so consider doing that as well. Here's a question somebody submitted online, and here's my answer to it. This is from Suzanne, and Suzanne lives in Birmingham, Alabama. And she said, hi, Julie. A couple of months ago, I had a cerebral spinal fluid leak in my frontal lobe sinus area, which literally ate into my brain. My doctors believe it was caused by a severe sinus infection. Surgery was required, and I spent several days in the hospital recovering. I really don't feel well yet, dot, dot, dot. I have good days and bad days. I still have awful headaches, which subside when I lie down, and she has some parentheses, indicative of leaks, and I still have a small amount of drainage in my left nostril like I did before the surgery. 
In addition, my hips now hurt while lying down and my left shoulder hurts most of the time. Another thing, my left hand is numb. I've read a great deal about spinal fluid leaks and feel as though mine might not be totally patched or that I might have a true spinal leak from an epidural in my spine. After everything I've been through, I feel paranoid about my health. Can you please scan me? Thanks. Wow. And so here's my response. That's a lot for her to go through. Hi, Suzanne. My goodness, girl. Sounds like you've been through quite an ordeal and are a walking miracle. In order to gather some information for you, I connected to you and shot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. The first thing I noticed was a divot in your frontal lobe, that's the frontal lobe part of your of her brain, where the infection was, and I can also see where the hole in your skull, and I put in parentheses allowing the leak, was repaired. At this moment in time, I don't see an infection, but I do see a small hole in the bone where your eyebrow starts over your left eye. So near the bridge of her nose, um, that's where I'm seeing this hole in the bone. And I also see a tiny tear in the membrane surrounding your brain, allowing fluid to continue to escape. An energetic patch was applied to seal the hole and help new bone grow, and the membrane tear was energetically sutured. So that would have been the healing part of the equation that I was watching. I went on to say your blood pressure looks high, and I believe it's being caused by three other tiny tears in the membrane surrounding your spinal cord. I can see one at the back of your neck, one midway down your back, and one in your lower back. I watched all three tears get repaired by being energetically sutured. CedarSinai.edu says cerebrospinal fluid, also known as CSF, A CSF leak is a condition that occurs when there's a tear or hole in the membrane surrounding the brain or spinal cord, allowing the clear fluid that surrounds and cushions those organs to escape. Site also says cranial CSF leaks occur in the head and are associated with CSF rhinorrhea, which is when that cerebral spinal fluid escapes through the nasal passages and it's like a runny nose is what it looks like. Spinal CSF leaks develop due to tears in the soft tissue surrounding the spinal cord. That's what I was seeing. And from what I've seen while scanning you, it looks like you have have both conditions. One last thing. I believe your sinus infection was caused from exposure to mold. Do you live or work in a moldy environment? Looks like it to me. Her whole energy field was covered in little mold spores. And it looked like um, if you go into a Michael's or a craft store and you buy some of those sheets of, mold, of moss that you put around orchid plants or something on the bottom, you know, plant, indoor plants, that's what her energy field looked like. So she had bunches of mold in her system. I removed the mold spores energetically for now. And, uh, but if you're still being exposed to it, it's going to cause health problems as long as you're wherever the source is. In addition to working with your neurologist, please consider consulting with a functional medicine doctor. He or she can reverse engineer your system symptoms and will treat your body as a whole system. The functional medicine methodologies may go a long way in helping you heal. Go to functionalmedicine.org to find a physician in your area. Hang in there. I truly believe you will heal from this infirmity. Best wishes for your speedy recovery. So, wow, that was a lot. Those um, spinal fluid leaks can be really tricky. And when they go in and do an epidural or a spinal in to use for anesthesia, it, it can cause problems. It's a side effect of getting that test done. 
So um, good luck, Suzanne. I hope you feel better. All right, let's go back to the phones. I believe our next caller is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Julie. Hi, Kath. How are you? I had to get off off mute there. (laughs) You had to get off mute. How are you doing? Um, Doing okay. Doing okay. Please tell everybody um, where you are. I am in Clarksville, Ohio. Okay. What's the update? Um, well, since I have a one-on-one scheduled with you tomorrow and we have a whole hour together, um, Yay! which is wonderful, but I thought, I know, I'm so excited, so looking forward to it, getting some clarity on some things. Um, so what was I going to, I have my notes here, what was I <laughs> ask you that was more succinct? Oh, I'm just going to, since we'll t- be talking health stuff tomorrow, um, I was just going to um, kind of give you a very brief update and ask for a br- very brief update on my dad. Sure. So my father has dementia, and he's been in the fairly active dying phase for quite a number of months now. Um, and I did get up to see him last week, and my, right. it was my mother's birth, birthday, so we had got to do that. So, um, so oh, and yeah, so I was just going to ask you to, to scan him real quickly and kind of see yeah. where he is now. Yeah. For those of you who are first-time listeners... Kathy's dad's been dying for several months now. And uh, for those of you that listen often, you've heard updates on that. And Kathy, she's a frequent caller into the show. And so I feel like we're all going through this with you, Kathy, which hopefully is, hopefully you're feeling some support from this because I know this has been very, very long and drawn out and tedious and heart wrenching and everything else. So, If, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the 12 phases of transition, those are phases that everybody goes through when they're dying, as I perceive them. And these phases involve placement of angels that surround us as we're dying and our loved ones as they're dying, deceased loved ones who are there, the spirits of deceased pets. If you go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, you will see graphics on the 12 phases of transition tab that describes all of these different phases. And people can go through them in a matter of a minute or they can go through them over days, weeks, or months like with Kathy's dad. He's been going through these for a long time and he's been holding steady in phase 11. So let me get him on my radar, Kathy, and then let's see what's going on with him. So laser beam coming up to hook into you, got you, okay, got your dad, whose name I know is Jack from the yes. times that I've scanned him before. So, let me, yeah, Jack is, okay, Jack is exiting the vortex. He is out of the vortex up from his head to his shoulders, about midway down his shoulders. And for those of you that haven't had a chance to look at these graphics yet, what that means is when we're dying, our spirit exits our body through the top of our heads. And you hear about people talking about near-death experiences and they go through a tunnel. That's what they're experiencing. But it holds on to the top of the head. The spirit does for a matter of time, whether that be a short amount of time or a long amount of time. And as the person gets closer to death, there's a vortex that forms. looks like a funnel cloud of a tornado above their head. And it has a sucking feel to it that helps separate the spirit from the body at the time of death. 
the spirit is the, is the energy field, is the energy powerhouse of our bodies. So our bodies don't work anymore when it doesn't have a spirit in it because that's, that's our power source. So as the spirit exits the vortex, then it's escorted to heaven with angels on either side of it. So Kathy, your, your dad has been in this vortex for the past several weeks and he is out of it up to his shoulders now. So oh, he's, really? making, he's making progress. Um, the three things I always ask somebody when they're dying is, are you ready to go? So Jack, are you ready to go? No. And he's told us yes in the past, but he's back on no now. I know. Are, are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? My family. He's, he keeps saying the same thing, that he's in pain and he needs his family. So um, there's your update on that. And for those of you that are listening who have a loved one who's dying or you've lost a loved one or you think you're ever going to die, haha, we all are eventually, get my book, Angelic Attendance, and it talks about what happens through these 12 phases. And I think you'll find, when you agree, Kathy, I think you'll find the stories to be not only informative, but comforting and, and really heartwarming in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, very, very much so. Yeah, so get that. So um, I will talk to you on our private session tomorrow. I believe it's tomorrow okay. morning. And uh, thanks so much for calling in this evening and hang in there with your dad. Goodness. I will. I will. He's going to go. He's going to go when he's ready. We all determine (laughs) when we go and how we go and all of that. So, um, so hang in there and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Thanks, Julie. Okay. Bye. All right, everybody. That's it for tonight. We are out of time. Please follow me on uh, Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan and on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. Submit your questions online at AskJulieRyan.com. Prayers and thoughts and positive mojo going to all the fire victims on the West Coast and also the hurricane people who've been, been affected by the hurricanes and all over the place, Puerto Rico and Texas and Florida and um, and the earthquake folks in Mexico City too. So love and prayers to all of you. And the rest of us, I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and a terrific next week. And call in and join us next week. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.